Good morning, Barashur Sobi Mori. We're on Nun Omid Base. Um, working through the Sugya now about um, treating food with the um, with the appropriate respect. Um, we'll just go again from where from the Brisa Tonarabon is about halfway down the page. Tonarabon has been taught in a Brisa. The line begins with the word Lukuraiti. So Tonarabon has been taught in a Brisa. We had yesterday, before we go on, we had, we had a member of Shmuel yesterday. Shmuel said that a person can do Koltorok of the path. He can do whatever he needs with the, with the bread. And we said that fits with Shittas Rabbeleza. Rabbeleza says that one could wash his hands with, um, with the, uh, well, diluted or undiluted wine, depending on which ghost and Rashi we went with. But, um, on we definitely find that one can wash his hands with some sort of wine. Um, seemingly fitting him with Shmuel, who says, Olam So we now continue on. Tonu Rabon has been taught in a brighter. David Zavarim Nem Rubapas. There are four things which were said about bread. Eim Manichin Bosar Chayar Apas. One's not allowed to put raw meat on bread. Because we said that ruins the bread. Number two is also the blood will go into it. And if you have to wash off the bread, which will ruin the bread even more. Eim Avirin Koismari Alapas. You're not allowed to pass a full cup of drink over bread because it's got a good chance of spilling and ruining the bread. Then Zerkin is not allowed to throw the bread. The Ain Zerkin is and was not allowed to support a plate, a bowl with bread. So Amema Romazutra Ravashi Korku Riftabadi Adodi. Amema Romazutra Ravashi ate bread, they were eating together. I see the Kamayu Tamri Birimoni. They brought in front of them dates and pomegranates. So Shokal Mazutra, Mazutra took some, and Potak the Kamede Ravashi Diftano. He threw a portion in front of Ravashi. Rashi says, what is the word Diftano? Rashi says, Aminis Terisun Balaz, Moneshel Botar Mabushal. A portion of cooked meat. How does that fit in with Agamora? Agamora is not talking about meat. We're not, we're not even talking about uh, bread here. We're talking about the, he was chucking the, uh, the pomegranates and the dates. No, no, stop me. We're, we're going to see this is, this is in, in all food. It's left after bread. You're not, you're not supposed to chuck food. So therefore, he says he took a distance on Rashi says a portion of cooked meat. We're not talking about meat here. The Marashal is bothered by this. He says, what is distant? A portion of cooked meat. says fruits, yeah. doesn't say meat. Any suggestions? Right. 
you'll see it's not, it's from the continuation of the Gemara, it's definitely not talking about, uh, I mean, from Rashi, I think, even in the continuation, he's going to say, it's definitely not talking about meat. And not the answer, I, 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 I did find the Divya Nechemia says the same thing, it's very, very, very cautious. Rashi doesn't, not saying that's what distanol means, that it means that we're talking about a portion of meat. Rashi's telling you what the word distanol means. What is the word distanol? It means a portion of food. Normally, that is a monosobosa. We found it in the past. We've had, it's not the first time we've had this gosh. We had it, had it earlier in the Mesefta as well. In the sixth parrot. It means a portion. Normally, it's a portion of cooked meat, but it can be a portion of anything. No, anything. Yeah, it's a borrowed loss, in other words. That, 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 that's all Rashi's saying. But it means a portion of anything. It doesn't mean to say we are talking about... Because that's tight in the, in the, uh, in the, uh, the French, probably, as well. Normally, a, a portion of, uh, of cooked meat. But here, it's not talking about meat. Okay, so, anyway, that was, that was just a... Love down. It doesn't say. It doesn't say how big the portion is. Important. And he threw it over. So anyway, so, so that, that was more of a side point. So anyway, he takes, he took some of the uh, these dates and pomegranates, and possibly going to come in the Ravashi distance. He threw a portion of them to Ravashi. So Omali to Ravashi said to him, "Do you not hold the whole of that which we learnt in the Brisa? In token and you're not allowed to throw food." So he answered, "I even passed Tanya. That that Brisa was talking about bread." So he asked, well, Tanya, we've surely learned in a bride to exchange Shein's Zoken as a pass, Kachin Zoken as a Ochlin. Just as you can't throw bread, you also can't throw food, in other words, other food. So Amalesi said to him, well, Tanya, we've surely learned in a bride to, Alpha P. Shein's Zoken as a pass, even though you can't throw bread, Abel Zoken as a Ochlin, but you can throw food. Elodo Kasha, rather, it must be there's no Kasha. Ho Bimidi de Mimis, Ho Bimidi de Lo Mimis. Once talking about where the food, it's, it's a type of food which will go all uh, repulsive if you throw it. As Rashi says, we're talking about something which is soft, like a, it's a strawberries, these sort of things, berries, that you know, just go splat. So there you're not allowed to throw them just like the bread. And And here we're talking about, when I, when I was throwing them, that price which seems to say that you can throw them, that's talking about something which are like uh, pomegranates and, uh, and, um, and nuts, which are hard. And therefore, they won't go, they won't go all models when they have been, uh, where they have been, they have been thrown. Um, yeah. Finally, Tana Ravon has been taught in a brighter. Namshichin yayin bitsinoris lepnei chosom lepnei kalom. One's allowed to literally draw wine through pipes in front of a chosm and kala. It's what they used to do. It's a, it's a sort of a, an idea that you should be uh, presumably something on that. It's just for, for a simon for the chosm and kala. And they draw the wine through these pipes. It's been And one's allowed to throw in front of them which is parched grain and nuts. In the summer, but not in the winter. And Tosa says, even though the nuts are hard, and not only are they hard, they're also, the food is inside it, nonetheless, it doesn't matter in the winter, it's still going to go all putrid, if it, they fall into the mud and the, the, uh, the wet mud, etc. Therefore, you don't do it in the winter, even with something which is hard and is covered, you don't, you don't do it. Um, 
But one doesn't throw nice loaves of bread, not in the summer and not in the winter. And Rashi says, why? Because even in the summer, they will go all uh, disgusting when they are thrown. Now, from that Rashi, it sounds like, doesn't it, that if the bread would not get ruined, you'd be allowed to throw it. Is that true or false? That, that could be, but I'm saying from Rashi, though. From Rashi, it sounds like that it's, it's, um, it's because they're going to be bread, even in the summer, will go all, uh, no one's going to want to eat it once it's been lying on the floor. Come to the practical applications uh, soon, but yeah, but you're right. If people aren't going to eat them, then it's uh, yeah, 100%. The hygiene is, is uh, of a high degree. Yeah. But uh, from Rashi, it does sound like because they are nimah. But if the bread wouldn't be nimah, I'd be allowed to throw it. On the other hand, we have a price above which says, it says, but you can throw food. And we said, why? What type of food are we talking about? Food which, which won't get, won't go bad. <coughs> then why, why are you not allowed to throw the bread? You think because bread will always go bad. I mean, I mean what, we're talking about in a certain type of place there. We're talking about in the, the, the summary days? You could, I suppose you could say that. But the mighty you'll find now, Mr. Burr already mentioned it, the idea that we don't throw bread at all. We don't throw bread, even if it won't go won't um, sort of go uh, nimmer. How does that fit with this Rashi? Does Rashi argue on that? I think he does. Do you know why? I would like to suggest a little bit of a chiddush in Rashi. And that is that you know why here is different? And a charami. In this case you would be allowed to throw the bread if it wouldn't go bad. Do you know why? I'll show, you, I'll show you in a second where, 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 I'm, where I'm getting that from. But, Rashi's saying, the whole reason why you can't throw these kuduskois is, because they're going to go nimmer. If you, look, if you look, look at the previous Rashi, Rashi says, a couple of Rashi's back. Mishum Simantar, they used to draw the wine through the pipes because of a Simantar for the Chosm and Kala. The Inkam Mishum Bizoyan There's no problem of Bizoyan, Eichlen, and Hefzad, and damaging the food. Because you catch it at the, at the end of the pipes. You don't let it come out. You know what the, what the, um, what the, uh, Tamidi Rabbi Niena writes? The Tamidi Rabbi Niena writes? No, you can let it go on the floor. You know why? Because it's Simchas Chos and Mekala. The Simchas Chos and Mekala doesn't matter if Hefzad Deichelit. But Rashi says, no, it does matter. We, don't, we pass him that it does matter. 
Because even the Simchas Chos and the Kala, you can't do something which is going to make the food go to waste. I think that's what Rashi means here as well with the Kudus Kois. I mean, it's just sort of working this out as, as we're going here, because I only noticed this, this uh, in Rashi now. That what Rashi seems to be saying is the only reason you can't throw the bread is because it's going to damage it. It's going to make it go repulsive. But if not for that, we'd allow you to. Why? Because it's Simchas Chos and the Kala. If not the Simchas Chos and the Kala, and the it could be Rashi would agree you can't throw bread. But once there's Simchas Chos and the Kala, Nubi can throw the bread. can throw the bread. What's going to be the major Nachimun which comes out of this? That means to say that Enochanami, I'm not allowed to throw bread. I'm not allowed to throw bread. But if there's a mitzvah in it, if I'm accomplishing some sort of mitzvah by throwing the bread, would I be allowed to throw the bread? If it seems so. Mr. Buddha doesn't quote anything like this. But from Russia we could build a possibility that I could. Where do we find that? I'm not suggesting you should start throwing rolls and bagels at the Chosman and Kala. But that is at the Shabbos table. When you make Kamoitzi, as I said to you yesterday, the Ksav Sof, I think it was, I think his son relates in the Shuvah, that he used to take the bread and he'd chuck it to everyone. The dust he'd actually chuck it. Why? No. I think even if he was sitting right next to you, he'd chuck it. Dust or chuck it. You could put it down on the table then. No, so he says, I said it could be even if he's sitting next to it. The duck gets to throw it. Obviously, there must be some Indian in it. What's the Indian? Yeah, this is at the Shabbos table. I mean, I don't know how much sympathy you cause people by chucking their bread across the table. That could be. Make sure it doesn't end up on the floor as well, but. What is the Shulchan Zaymetu? Shulchan is Zaymetu Mizea, which means the food you have is similar to the Korbanus. Maybe, maybe this is an unfair question, I don't know if you're aware of this. So when the Kohen went to the top of the ramp, there was actually a slight gap between the ramp and the, and the uh, Mizea. And he had to throw the Avorim onto the fire. Duffy had to throw it onto the fire. Between the ramp and a very small gap between the ramp and the... But the idea in it, it was that he should, the should throw it, even though he asked he could step across anyway, but... Well, he normally walked around the side. But... Yeah, it's, it's not big enough that you couldn't walk across. But the idea was the Dukkadit should be thrown as if there's a gap and you throw it on some of Whatever the reason may be. So, so to therefore the Ksav Sovich said, the Dukkadit, this first piece of bread which you're making the Brach on, is, is Domeo de Korbonis, you should Dukkadit chuck it. Ah, you have to do that. You're not allowed to throw bread. So I'm suggesting you know, that it, it, it's just quoted. I think the practice is just quoted. Just says, because it's so bitter, the justification is not... On the, based on this Rashi, we could, we could uh, build it up. I, personally, you can't normally throw bread, and I think even the Ksav Sofa would agree with that. Yeah, but once there's a soda, as long as you won't, damage, you won't make the bread repulsive, I'm not suggesting people should do it because the Mishra Brothers doesn't quote it. If you've got the Minag, if you're... You're a descendant of the Ksav Sefer. Well, you got this min. That's fine. We've got we've got now built up some sort of justification to it. Yeah. Remember the Tamid Rabbi Yonah. Okay, the Tamid Rabbi Yonah grants is talking about wine, is that? Not talking about bread. Yeah. But based on this Rashi, that's what we can build it up from. That even Rashi, Rashi says that's because 
Hain, because Nimosim is Yukotan. I be then passing like that Rashi anyway. And Achanami, but Rashi himself. The way we pass and you shouldn't throw bread at all, seemingly we've got to support that from the Gemara earlier. The Gemara says, even though you can't throw food, you shouldn't throw bread. And we said, because the food won't go repulsive. So what are you going to say? Because the bread will go repulsive. It's a bit of a dirty, this is why they should be talking about the same sort of situation. What are you saying? Bread will always be repulsive. Will always become repulsive, I should say. Rather, what it means is, that bread, and a chalami bread, you're not supposed to throw. But it says Rashi, but where there's a mitzvah of Simchas Kosamakara, ah, that may be different. We still have to clarify, does that mean when the Simchas Kosamakara, we can do whatever we want then? According to the Tzavik Rabbeinu Yonah. Does that mean we can do whatever we want? We can start chucking, uh, you know, let's say not bread, but anything else. We could, uh, what do they start chucking? It's like raisins and things, which you get stamped into the floor and things. Well, it's not bread. Does that mean the Tzavik Rabbeinu Yonah would say that as well? He says you can let the wine go through the, to the floor. It doesn't matter. Some chaschos on the kala. You take a look on the sheet. You find the Rashba here. Who obviously holds the same same ideas as the Tami Darabina Yona. The ritual brings it as well. We don't pass in on this, but he says, Behold the Tanya, Mamshikin Biyayim Mitsinoris, Mithne Kosm and Ifne Kala. Afal Bisha Nimotim, even though it will become repulsive, it will go on the floor. Hosam Misham the Ikar, Simchas Kosm the Kala Bakar. Because that is the Ikar, Simchas Kosm the Kala. Ukadei the Samchon Shari. And in order to be Misameach, then it's Mutta. When it comes to parched grain and nuts, which are forbidden in the winter, that's not the ikar simcha. Even though they, they're contained inside a shell post, so it doesn't matter. No one's going to want to eat them after they've been covered in mud. I mean, tram- trampled upon. But you can see that, that the, the, the rush was taking on, even during the summer, um, really, you shouldn't be able to throw them for some reason. But he says, because there's you can throw them. So it seems even what, what we seem to be learning from the rush is that you can't just throw food around just for the sake of it. Oh, it, it, won't, it won't get, it won't get, re, it won't become repulsive. There's got to be some need in it. Unless you say that even in the stomach it's a bit repulsive, it's very difficult to be, um, to, to make such a chiddah. To see, but once it's a soya and it's custom, well, that's enough. That if it's going to become repulsive, only if it's ikhastim chosim bakar. Even the Rashbo agrees. But as I said, lahalokha, we pass in like Rashi and seemingly toysus, uh, well, Rashi and others who go along these lines that you're not allowed to um, let the wine go on the floor at all, even for Simchas Chos and Mekala, even if that's Ikas Simchas Chos and Mekala, and therefore if we take a look at Tosis, the last is, we're going to actually work backwards, but even though the nuts don't go bad inside them um, when they fall in the mud, then often they go bad now that the Minak is, they throw uh, wheat in the house of the Chosm, so you've got to be very careful. So they usually came out of a Mokim Noki. You should only be in a, in a clean place. Only in a clean place. That's quite a Hadocha as well. So you can see Tosis holds that, um, whether you say he'd, be, he'd agree when it's Ikas and Chas Chosm I'm not sure. But it, it, that isn't brought to the Hadocha. La Hadocha, 
one's got to be very careful. Whatever you do for Simchat Kos and the Kavah, very nice. So make sure you don't, you don't in any way um, compromise on the Kavah of the food. And Mr. Burra mentions that the people throw raisins, um, and he's not, he's not too happy with that if it, um, as a result of that, it uh, becomes Nimah. Um, yeah, now if we, if we go backwards, let's just go backwards to the Tosis command of the Hod Amashmah of the Kuduk Rabbi Yedis. Now Tosis is going to get to this, this halacha, what exactly is not with food and what is not allowed with food. So says Tosis, Lechayra Mashmah, Lechayra is Mashmah from the Gemara, Mimayda Amar Rabbi Yedis, Lechayra is Mashmah from the Gemara, Mimayda Amar Rabbi Yedis, Lechayra is Mashmah from the Gemara, Mimayda Amar Rabbi Yedis, Lechayra is Mashmah from the Gemara, Mimayda Amar Rabbi Yedis, Lechayra is Mashmah from the Gemara, Mimayda Amar Rabbi Yedis, Lechayra is Mashmah from the Gemara, Mimayda Amar that it has not been diluted. So it's just mayperus. It's just uh, fruit juice. The table, so Tosis is a bit of a wonder this. So I mean on the Perek Bamer Sonim, because we say in Shabbos, I did Omar Shmuel, it, sorry, Eimah the Omar Shmuel, let's say that Shmuel only said that you can do whatever you need to do with your bread, then maybe there are if the bread will not become repulsive. Then maybe the mimis me Omar. But did he allow the sandwich will become, if it's going to become a repulsive? And if so, how could we say that Shmuel goes like Rabbi Once you wash your hands with the, with the wine, whatever you want to call it, fruit juice stroke wine, you're not going to be able to drink that wine again. We just said in Shabbos that with something which will become repulsive, even Shmuel agrees you can't use the foods for that. So Rabbi Yes and Shmuel do not seem to be holding of the same thing. The reason, furthermore, kosher is difficult. The halacha mashma in halacha k'Shmuel, because over here it's mashma the halacha is not like Shmuel. Mid the muki law Rabbi from the fact that we establish it like Rabbi Yehuda. Over perek sheni debeir, because Rabbi Yehuda is obviously we don't assume the halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda, we assume the halacha is like the Chachamim. So in this case, if Rabbi Yehuda is going like Shmuel, it means the halacha is not like Shmuel. And yet, in the second parak of, of, of Mesechah Seyakama, it says there, Stoma, it just says, Stoma de Gemara, um, that the souffle de chiyusa biyomtuf, the metatilin on the huaga brifto. It's talking about, um, uh, pips, I think it is, for, for animals. You can, you can, uh, move them, even though they're muksa, but you can move them for the animals using bread. And we say, how can you use the bread for that? Oh, kishmuel, that goes like shmuel. Mashman that implies the kind of uncabal says, Mashman will be passing like him, because the Gemara just says it as a stomach of the Gemara, no one seems to argue. It's Mashman that Allah like Shmuel. So Tosis answers both questions. V'yeshleima. Zahokha loka omar ero le divri rabriyeza de sova loka Shmuel. All the Gemara means to say is that Rabriyeza holds like Shmuel, v'yadifo mine koma, but he goes even further than Shmuel. Shemati afido hecha de limit. Because Rabriyeza allows even where the food will become repulsive as a result of it. All we're doing is becoming to explain the reason of Rabbi Yezah. Why does he allow you to wash your hands with the... with the... Um, with, the, with, the with the wine? With the wine? The terrace is because... Now he goes further than that and he says even if it's going to become more, we don't pass him like that. Shmuel doesn't hold on that. Shmuel holds only as long as it doesn't become mold. So Rabbi holds even further than that. We don't pass him like Rabbi Yehaz, we pass him like Shmuel. Uvahag Omai, the Bahag, it says, Da'alokha Karabon. Actually, Da'alokha is like the Rabon of the Hotel. Da'alokha Nami Kishmuel, Da'alokha is also like Shmuel. 
The Chika on Ashmuel, Hani Mili Midi to the Mimis, because Shmuel only announced something which it doesn't become repulsive. Although Midi to Mimis, but if it's going to become all ruined as a result of it, you're not allowed to use it. And that's like the Rabbanon who say you can't wash your hands with the wine. With the Loika Pirish Rabbanitam, not like the Rabbanitam, Shepotai still Loika Shmuel, the Rabbanitam actually passes, it could be the Rabbanitam, it could be the Rabbanitam, but his passes not like Shmuel. With the Muki Lake Rabbanitam, and the fact that he establishes Rabbanitam like Shmuel. Rather says, so says, no, we pass that Shmuel can appear Ashna. Only something which does not become laws. The Canaan, if so, Muta One's allowed to support a plate, a bowl, with a bread, as long as it will not become mold. The, bo- the bottom of the plate is not is not uh, wet, and the food will not spill on the bread. The Yesh Omim, and there are those who say, because of the convict for the bread, some convict for the bread, even if it's not mold, you shouldn't just use the bread for something and then uh, sort of put it back in the bread bin. You should eat it afterwards. You can even think this idea of kovet apas. Even though it doesn't become more, but you should eat it afterwards. The yishnerakim lechol daiso apas. There are those who actually have the minag to use the bread as a spoon. I oh, see people to do this. They use it to eat a dip. So they use it to eat the porridge. Hail the uchlein apas achakach, and they say, "Look, we're going to be eating the bread afterwards, so it's not a problem." Although the Mesecha Sofrim Oisra, but in Mesecha Sofrim it forbids it. So I mean, the Mesecha Sofrim, because we say Mesecha Sofrim, ein oichlin oichlin beoichlin. There's one for you. Ein oichlin oichlin beoichlin. One can't eat food with food. Elam kenoy oichlin bevasachas. Unless you're eating them together, you can't use food as a spoon. No, you're eating them afterwards. To be after you're finished, use it as a spoon, and then afterwards you eat the bread. Yeah. In fact, it's not just because of COVID. It's, 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 in fact, it's more than that. The, the COVID is, is the next issue. The reason why, again, we've said that some, they would use it as a spoon, and they'd eat it afterwards. You know why they'd eat it afterwards? Because you're not, for me, it's not most, is it? For me, it's not repulsive. Just because I've used it as a spoon, it doesn't become repulsive. But once you're finished with it, now it's repulsive for others. No one else is going to eat that bread. Therefore, you should eat it. Whilst you're using it as a spoon, it's not a problem. You're not making it repulsive, because for me, I'm perfectly happy to eat that bread. But once you're finished with it, now it is repulsive for others, therefore you should eat it. And that's actually the way it's passed in the Shulchan Aruch. It says, Tosis from Mesecha Sofim is mashmah and not like that. Because Mesecha Sofim says you've got to eat them together. That is because of Kovid Apas. That every time, you should eat a bit of the bread with it. So your spoon will be getting eaten as you go. Yeah? And then obviously whatever's left at the end, you should eat at the end as well. Because otherwise it'll become lost for others. So it says, however, the Shema'ahidzele Kishmuel. It could be that Mesech HaSofim doesn't fit with Shmuel. And it could be Shmuel, therefore, Passover tells us we don't pass on that Mesech HaSofim. Because since it doesn't become lost for me, it only becomes more to the end because no one else will eat it, therefore I can eat it afterwards. So therefore, the Halakha, if you take a look in Shulchan Aruch, you'll find, is you are allowed to use it as a spoon. Or use it for whatever you need to use it, but you should eat it afterwards, because otherwise it's more for others. And it says, Hamadastikim, those who are Hamadastik, they eat a bit of the bread each time with it. Okay, so if you use your bread sort of uh, as a dip, 
not as a dip, to take a dip, in other words. If you want to be productive, you should eat a bit of the bread with it as you go, and then at the end, finish off that piece of bread. Then Tosha says, in the next Tosha, continuing on from this, he says, Right, that's what we said in the Gemara. We said that even the Chacham would give you the Rabbi Yasser, if you're using it for a kosher bracha, you should dilute the wine. Tamo. So, I mean, I'm on because we say later on, Dalit Devarim Namru the kosher bracha. Four things were said about a kosher bracha, Chai, Yomare, and two of them were that it has to be Chai, and it's got to be full. The Chai, what does Chai mean? It's got to be undiluted. And here we're saying, even the Chachamim agrees to Rabbi Yasser, that for a kosher bracha, you shouldn't use undiluted wine. So how does that fit with chai? Answer Tosus, the Yishloimah. Sorry, this is not a continuation yet. So it will be the next we're coming, but just do the Tosus here. The Yishloimah, the All it means to say is you should put it into the cup. It should be undiluted. The Afakachim is again, and then you should dilute it afterwards. Or when you take it from the barrel, it should be, it should be undiluted. Inami koi akos atzmo. Or it could be it's going on the coast itself. This is a very important uh, halacha. Well, my chai wasn't me chai. The cup should be chai. Huh? What, the, 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 the cup should be living? What does that mean? It means shodim. It should be complete. Kedeit of the makos, as we find in makos, rizik test nemonim echot chai v'chulu. If you have, it says you, you cr- um, mash up, you crush nine ants, and one is chai. What does it mean it's chai? The Rashi learns there that it means it's alive. Tosa says it doesn't mean alive, it means complete. So, v'chulu, uh, etc. Almost, you see, the Ose Chai Hainu Shonim, over there means it's complete. Hachanami said to him, but you know, Shiyakai Shonim, it is Shvir. That's the Allah Hataka. You've got to have a cup without any break in it. If you've got a cup with a break, you shouldn't be using that for your Koshal Baracha again. But yeah, it may depend on where, if you've got a hole in it, it depends on where it is. Um, so, so therefore, says Tosus, but everyone agrees when you actually make the bracha on the wine, it should really be diluted wine if it's a kosher bracha. Just maybe when you put it into the cup, or when you take it from the chavis, or the cup itself should be chai. That, that's all we're saying that, that uh, it has to be chai. That will come a little further on. Then we asked on the rabbon and we said, Lemai chazi. How can I want to say ever you can make an undiluted wine? You make a bracha, you make beripiyagofen. Pirush and Amayish Tani Eluya. In which way has it become improved? It's become choshu. You can't drink it. And we answer Mashani Lukuraiti, you can use the wine for even undiluted wine, you can use it for this, uh, for this medicine. The Chain Aloha and Setu is Aloha, Karabonon, like the Rabonon, the Yayin Chain of Orchan, or very Piragofen, Domin Cheson Chayos, it's a Gemara in Pistachin. The kids that we pass in that, on undiluted wine, you can make very Piragofen, but. But the kosher bracha, you should use diluted wine. And finally, he said, "Ein zorikin esaiflim." So, Hani Shlo Shalmoed Shmuel. In these three that we learnt in the in the brayta, the 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 uh, three out of the four, even Shmuel agrees. Eim avin and kosh mada alapas. You can't pass over a full cup over the bread. Vegamin kosh chen alapasa chai. You can't cut on it raw meat. Ein zorikin esapas, and you can't throw bread. Afiru loy mimis. There you go. It's mafurish there. Even if it will not become mold. That's a dinner covered up us. That's a dinner covered up us. The Chensha al Ochen said to other food, also this way, permitted the mimics. So you can see clearly, Tosis has made this distinction between whether the food, between bread and other foods. When it comes to bread, 
you're not allowed to throw it full stop. When it comes to other food, it's only if it will become moss. Nonetheless, Ay Rashi says only if it becomes moss. We said it could be when it comes to Simchas Kosom Mekado. To Simchas Kosom Mekado, one would be allowed to throw the bread if it will not become moss. But nonetheless, or not nonetheless, as a result of that, there could be, we, we, with that we could explain the Minag of the Ksav Chas- Sofa to throw the bread for Amotzi, because there there is a Tzorah, there's a Mitzvah in it, there's an Indian in doing it, and as long as it will not become Moz, we can waive the normal Hanukkah, which Tzorah says is the normal Hanukkah, you don't throw bread full stop, whether it will become Moz or not. As we've said, even if the other food will not become moist, it seems, based on that rash ball possibly, that one shouldn't just stump start throwing bread, uh, start throwing it around. Um, there are one or two other halachas. It talks about uh, so from not to sit on foods which will uh, get, on a box of food which will get crushed. Letzorech um, refua, if it's for medicinal purposes, One's allowed to use food, even though the food, I mean, if you have to crush it to get out stuff, certain uh, parts of the food, that's perfectly fine. If it's for the Torah Chirapur, it would be perfectly fine. Um, and Huadin, for any real Torah for, for a person, could, is one allowed to give Makhal Odom, if you've got food which is uh, human food, you're allowed to give it to your animal. So the halacha is, if you've got nothing else, you're allowed to. That's what the Mishra Baruch says. If you've got nothing else, then I mean, you shouldn't normally give your food to animals, if you've got, if you've got uh, food for them. Um, and the, the Maksar Shekel says, that's where it can't, seemingly comes from, this idea that people give their bread, feed, feed it to the birds. Especially if it's, gone, if it's already gone uh, stale, you're not going to be eating that bread. Rather than chucking it in the bin, you give it to the birds. By the way, it goes without saying, really, I should... I mean, it really comes in the, to do with the 8th Perek as well, but this idea of Kovet HaPas, that's why people put bread in a separate bag, not just to throw the bread straight into the bin. Even though you're finished with that bread, you're not going to be eating it anymore, it doesn't matter. It's not a question of more or not more. It's a certain Kovet HaPas, you should put bread in its own separate bag. Ask... Kach, I think uh, apparently in Eretz Yisrael you'll find, you know, in Eretz they've got these big, massive green, um, like bins, I mean, not bins, they're like skips in the middle of the road, where everyone throws their rubbish, they don't have the private bins like we've got. And you'll find, apparently, you'll find that bags, bags of bread hanging over there. They, they, they don't want to throw, they don't even want to throw the bag of bread into the, into the bin. They leave it for the dustman to have to go on that. I mean, very, very considerate, but, uh, but that's, uh, that's the, um, it seems that, kind of, just recently we were discussing it because actually the Gemara says in Pesachim you shouldn't hang bread. You shouldn't leave it hanging in a bag. So they're obviously not worried about that part of it. But There's a separate problem with, with that and that's to do with, uh, with feed, feeding animals. That's a separate, uh, separate thing. And that's why they say on Shabbat Shira this idea of putting out bread for the uh, birds and monsters the not on Shabbos, but before Shabbos. Well, as, as I said, I think it's, it's for, for other reasons. I think that's the, the point there. It's, it's not, it's, not, it's, it's, all, it's more Hilkha's job that Shabbos one should look into that more than, uh, it's not then a covered up after.
There's nothing to do with Kovet Apas. Correct. But that, that, that's, you could take bread which is already which is already more. You could say it's a Surah Hodom because you're getting rid of your sins or whatever it is. But as I said, you may want to look more at the Hilfus Yomt of Stroke Shabbos aspect. Um, there has to you know, a, a minah can't, can't contravene our law. So it has, it, has, it has to be. Not, not always, because the one with, with Shabbat Shirat says, the Tosim writes explicitly, one should not do it. This minhag should not be a. So I'm saying that one, one has to check out. One has to check out. But all these minhag, they will justify something the same the minhag does not. So it's not a justify at all. Shabbat Shirat, they say not. On Shabbat Shirat, there's a minhag some people have is to, to put out bread for, for the birds. It's a minhag, it doesn't matter why. But, but uh, they say, the person say you want to do it, do it before, you, before Shabbat. You're not allowed to feed, you're not allowed to feed uh, non-domesticated, uh, I mean, in other words, if you're animal, it's something else, but it's, if it's the aim mezain on alecho. I'm not saying over there, I'm just saying with Shabbat Shira you find, find this idea, with Rosh Hashanah one would have to check, I'm not saying it is a problem, I'm just uh, saying it's, it's, not, it's nothing to do with the Kovet Apas, that's uh, as I'm saying when we get to Mesech HaShabbos, we'll, we'll, we'll look into that one. Could be. Well, then, see, that, that's, that's very often where these things come from. There's, there's no, there's no Indian to have to do a Tashkik on Rosh Hashanah, particularly. I mean, that has become the accepted practice. Right. Okay. Okay, that brings us to the end of that one. Right, let's continue on into the next, uh, next Sugi now. Omar Rav Yehuda. Says Rav Yehuda. There's three, six signs up from the, top, the bottom of Nun Omid Beis. the person forgot, and he put food into his mouth without making a bracha. It's going to happen, a person puts the food into his mouth without making a bracha. So, he should move them to over to one side of his mouth, that's what he says. We've learned in one brighter, boil it on. You should swallow the food. Vitanya Idok, we learned in another brighter, Pulaton, you should spit out the food. Vitanya Idok, we learned in yet a third brighter, Mesalton, you should move it to one side of your mouth. How do we reconcile all, the, all of these? Lo Kasha, it's not a Kasha. Hold the Tanya Bulaon, the brighter which says that you should swallow the food, is talking about the mushkin. It's talking about liquid. Because, um, well, you try and make a brocha with a, with a full mouth of uh, drink. Just make sure you're not around anyone at the time. Okay? It won't work. And to spit out the, the drink as well, to make the brocha, you won't be drinking it after that either. You spit out into your cup and drink it again? You do that? I mean, I hope not. At least you won't want to admit that on tape here. But um, you, won't, you won't be doing that either. So therefore, if you spit it, spit it out, that's it. So therefore, Chazal say, in the case of liquid... Just swallow it. Do everyone a favour and swallow it. Behold the Tanya Peloton, we'll come back to the Russian on that in a second. But behold the Tanya Peloton, that which we taught in a bright that you should spit it out, the midi de it's talking about food, which if you take it out of your mouth, you'll be able to make a broth and put it back in. It won't become repulsive. You'll be able to, to eat it afterwards. Um, and behold the Tanya Mesalcon, and that which we said you should move it to the side of your mouth, that's the midi de that's with something which will become repulsive if you take it out. Once you take it out, you won't put it back into your mouth. But, you can make the brocha with it at the side of your mouth. 
the midi de la mimis, not me, the salchin of the tad, the tad echol, the librich. Also, why can't we do the same? With some which will not become repulsive, why do you have to spit it out and make the brocha and then eat it again? Just put it to the side of your mouth and make the brocha. Answers the Gemara. Two Gemara, Rabbi Yitzchak Kaskasor, Kamei de Rabbi Yezi Barovit, Mishmei de Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi Yitzchak Kaskasor, he explained in front of Rabbi Yezi Barovit in the name of Rabbi Yechanan. Mishum Shanema, because the Potsik says, because the Potsik says, Yimone Fite Elotechel. My mouth will be filled with your praise. And we say the idea is that your mouth should be filled with Hashem's praise. Your mouth should be empty when you make a brothel. You shouldn't be making a brothel with stuff inside your mouth. So therefore, if you've got something which you can actually take out of your mouth and make the brothel, you should do so. Obviously, if it's something which you can't take out of your mouth, then we'll have to wave this in of Yimori Fitzel or Sechel. Says Mr. Brewer, by the way, as an aside, brings from the Sefer Eshkel, this idea of Yimori Fitzel or Sechel is not limited to the idea that you should have your mouth empty when you make your bracha. Another point, which is, which is that a person should make sure that it, the brachas are made with a full mouth. Not slurring the words, not half swallowing up the words. When you speak to Hashem, it should be the pair mole. Clear, enunciate every word. That's the idea. But, as we said, we're going back to the simple idea, Yimoni Fitzer Osechon means your mouth should be empty. So it's love that the truth is, this is love dafka when it comes to making broths and food. You see sometimes people who are uh, chewing, chewing gum while stubborn. Come, come into shul with chewing gum. It's also, I mean, I'm saying, besides anything else, besides anything else, Yimoni Fitzer Osechon, a person's mouth should be empty and just to fill it only with the praise of Hashem. So they asked Rav Chista. In fact, before, before we come on to that bit of Gomorrah, let's just go back a little bit first. Oh, that's, that's what we're coming to now. That's what we're coming to. If you take a look at the Rashi Mashkin, it's three lines up from the bottom of Nunomad base. Rashi says Mashkin. What do you do with Mashkin? on. We said with Mashkin, you don't really have much choice, so you just swallow them. She yeshed the salk on the echod meluk mob. It's impossible to put it over to one, one cheek. We'll avoid it to make the broch on it. But the lepotom, we also can't tell you to spit it out, shenaf season, because then that will be the end of them. Now, for that Rashi, we can learn a couple of halos. At least one, for definite. And that is, what if you've only got a little bit of drink in your mouth, such that you could put it over to one side and make the broch Then? And you should do so. Rashi is going to say, because we've got no choice in the matter, so what are we going to tell you to do? Put it over to one side and make the bracha, it won't work. Spit it out and make the bracha, you won't have anything to drink anyway. Because you're not going to be drinking that again anyway. So what are we going to say? You have to spit it out and don't, don't, don't have it at all? What are we supposed to say to the person? He needs a drink. So in this case, he made a mistake, just drink it nonetheless. Just drink it. Rashi doesn't say that you make a broch on it. It sounds like from Rashi you won't make a broch on it. Yeah, 
Oh, oh, we covered that. We covered that. Very good. Very good. 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 Let's take a look. Uh, no, no, he doesn't. No, to put it over to one side, the Lavoy has to make the brothel. He's saying you can't put it over to one side and make the brothel like that. But if you could, you would do that. Yeah. If we take a look at the. Um, the question is which one to do first here, but let's, let's take a look at the Rosh. The Rosh writes. Pirish Rabbein Hananel Zal. The Mashkin, the Rabbein Hananel says, when it comes to um, drink, later on you should swallow them. The Ein Mavorechalein, you don't make a bracha on them, so far like Rashi. But why? Mishim de itchulahem meteras Mashkin. Because it's lost its status of Mashkin. Once it's in your mouth, mixed with all, all your saliva, it's no longer Mashkin. No one else would drink it. You wouldn't even drink it if you started out. It's no longer Mashkin. Because it's not right for, any, for anyone to drink, for all people to drink. Hilkov, therefore, you don't have to be makbid about the brocha anyway. Even if you could make a brocha somehow, don't, you don't, there's no point. So you see what he's done is he's t- the same shit as Rashi, but he's taking it a step further. Rashi said, the only reason we tell you not to make a brocha is because you don't really have a choice in the matter. But if you can move over to the side of your mouth, you should do so. So there's no Indian to make a bracha at all. Okay, so that's the Rosh, however, but the Mashmahochi says the Rosh, I don't agree with this. And the Rosh is going to go to the other extreme now. The Mashmahochi says, Mashmah, Boilaon, Upperaton, Umasal, Kanakol, Binyan Echol. It's Mashmah that all these three brides are talking about one idea. Shiyabori Chalin, you're going to make a bracha on them. With the liquid, you should swallow them, then make the bracha. With food, if you can move it to one side and make the bracha, do that. If you can't spit it, um, and, and if you can even take it out and make the bracha, then you should do that. So it's much more, all of them are talking about how to make the bracha. So he says, if it's something which will not become repulsive, if you spit it out, Hitzichar Rabbanon lifted it to the Boris. Rabbanon said, you've got to spit it out and make the bracha and then eat it. Uvimididimim is something which will become repulsive. Hitzichar Rabbanon lifted it to the Even though you might eat it or say, he said, just put it over to one side and make the bracha like that, to the Boris. Uvimashkin, she yefcha, the silicon lifted it to But with mashkin, you can't do that. They were muffin to go even further to swallow it and to make the bracha. He says it's not similar to the case we're going to have in a second in the Gemara, where I've eaten already and I forgot and I didn't make the bracha until I finished the surah. Suddenly at the end of the surah I say, Oi, I forgot to make hamotzi. We see you don't make a bracha. The Shani Yacha says the rosh is different over here. Because he remembered the young made the bracha whilst the mashka was still in his mouth. Then with the very fact that I was cognizant, I still have to make the bracha before I actually swallowed it, that is considered a little bit of over the As if you're making the bracha before you've done it. It's just you can't make the bracha. Now, that, that, those last three words, the are a little sort of a diff- I mean, when I say difficult, because there's a whole sphere in what the rivet holds. There's about the Ritzvah quotes one thing from the rivet, the Rosh quotes another thing from the rivet, and the rivet himself quotes a different thing. So uh, we do find there are different rivets, but it seems they're all talking about the same rivet. That's the problem. Maybe not the Rosh. The Rosh may be talking about a different rivet. There are there's more than one rivet. But um, there is a little bit of a sphere. We'll see if we have time to see what the sphere is. But what we've seen so far is, we've seen three shitters here, 
in what to do with drinks. According to the Rabbeinu Hanan, perhaps is the most extreme, he says, once you put it in your mouth, just drink it. Don't bother worrying about a bracha. Drink, you can't, it's no longer mashka. You've then got Rashi. Rashi who says, no, you don't make a bracha on it. But why? Only because there's nothing you can really do about it. But if you could do something about it, then you should make a bracha on it. And then you've got the Rosh who says, no, swallow it. If you can't do anything about it, then swallow it and make the bracha afterwards. As long as you realise you haven't made the bracha before you actually swallow it. Obviously, if you swallow it, that, that, that's different. Lahalacha. The Mechaber Paskins, right, that's the Beisietik, the Shukhanar Paskins, like Rashi. That you don't make a bracha. Once you swallow the drink, it's too late. Not like the Rabbein Hanan, although. And he doesn't say it, but the Mishaburah says, I mean, Lahalokha, it doesn't say which one he passes, like Rabbein Hanan or Rashi. But he says, you don't make a bracha once you've swallowed it. The Ramah says, Yesha Imim, and the Chain Ika Lahalokha, is that you do make a bracha after you've swallowed it, like the Rosh, and many others, the Rive, etc., etc. Says the Mishaburah, however, we don't pass in like the, the Ramah in this. We actually pass in, the most posts can say that, the Rabba, etc., etc., they say, do we pass in like the Mechaba? Even we pass in like the Mechaba, that, if you put the, the, the drink into your mouth, you've already swallowed it, even if you realize your mistake earlier, we don't pass in like the Rabbein Chanan either, you don't make a, so, that's not either, but, you don't make a bracha. Yeah, even if you realize your mistake, it doesn't make a difference, you don't make a bracha. But, says the Lubusha Yisrael, we do pass in like Rashi though, that if you realize your mistake early on, before you actually, sw- um, not early on, not only early on, but also you realize your mistake at a stage you can push it over to the side before you swallow it and you haven't got so much in your mouth, you can push it over to the side and make the bracha, you should do so. Not like the Rabbein Hanana. So therefore, if you can't make the bracha, then just swallow it and don't worry about it. But if you can make the bracha with it in your mouth, you should do so. Like Rashi. Um, another point is, I think somebody may have raised this point, what if, like with water, so I'll spit it out and I'll take another drink. That you should do. It's actually a response, I'm just not sure if we're going to get, uh, get, get to it in time, so I'll just say it uh, outside now, that if you've got enough, um, if you've got more drinks there, then you should spit it out and make the drink on the, on the next part. Yeah? That's, if you look at the rider, I'll show it to you in the rider itself. He says, well, who should be down? He's going in the Raman. The Raman is a little unclear, so my colleagues, what the Raman holds. What does the Raman Because Because when it comes to a bracha achorin, you definitely make a bracha achorin. And the Raman writes, Shokach lechnes echen is sechpe below bracha, im are you mashkin bole on the borechale and the serv. You should swallow the mashka, swallow the drink, and then make a bracha at the end. Yeah, that's, 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 that's what the Raman writes. Now, what does it mean, make a bracha at the end? Does that mean you make the shaka afterwards, or you make a bracha achorin? The truth is, I would have said, what does he mean? You make a bracha rishayna after. He doesn't say make a bracha rishayna. And that's, I think, how the Kesem Mishnah understands it. That's how the Dark Moshe understands the Ramah. However, the Gaon, the Ravina Monarch, and various others, they don't, uh, they say, that's not what the, what the Gaon means, uh, what the, what the Ramah means. It's not about the bracha rishayna. So it's, it's a little unclear what the Ramah means. But the Raiva definitely seems to understand it's referring to the bracha rishayna. Because he says, v'hushabedatu le'achol yoseh. As long as you're planning to eat more. The idea of the ride, this rider definitely doesn't go like, you can already see it's not like the ride of the Rosh quotes. Because the rider says, once you've swallowed the, the, the drink, you can't make a bracha afterwards. Not, he's not having any of this. He says, unless you're going to drink more. If you're going to drink more, then obviously you can make a, make a bracha on whatever you're going to drink afterwards. Dim Loikin, because if not, you've already finished, it's too late. 
ordinarily, now he says, but furthermore it would appear to me, Shim if you've got more drink, then you shouldn't swallow what's in your mouth. Elopoidate, you should spit it out. What's, 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 if Nishka fed us, you've got a full mouth of drink, so you spit it out, and you make up, and you take some more drink. Rather than having Hanoff and then without a brothel. What is this Gemara talking about when you don't have any more drink? And if you don't have this, you're going to, you're going to, you're so dehydrated, you need this drink. And I've got no other drink. So in that case, Hitiru Levaram Chazal waved the, the Issa, and they said you can swallow them, and you don't have to make the drink go to waste. And you lose the bracha as well. Look, if you spit them out, you're not going to make the brothel anyway. So what's, what's going to be the difference whether I spit it out or whether I swallow it? Whether I'm going to get out or not. And since I'm desperate for this, the Chazal allows you to do it. But, if you've got more drink, so if you spit it out, you'll be able to make a brothel, and you'll be able to drink anyway, then you should do that rather than, than swallowing it. You see, even better than just swallowing it and then making a broth afterwards on the next next uh, um, thing of drink. So so far we'll have to we'll have to leave it there. But that's uh, Hashem. We'll see next week what happens if you actually finish your meal and you realise at that point that you have made uh, made the broth. What do you do then? Okay, we'll speak. Uh, we'll sort of t- tie in with this, Hashem, um, next week. Have a very good job. <laughs>